0: Hey
1: everybody out there in real Violand! It's your old pal, the main ripper behind the freaking freaking trigger. It's Germ T Ripper. And, of course, I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, the Prime Minister, the Sinister, Mr. Ruthless Chris. Ruthless Chris, tell these people what time it is.
0: Real fucking vile time. Holy
1: guacamole. Uh, And, of course, we can't have real vile time without the Tower of the Hour, the Princess of Power, Kelly (laughs) the Killer Miller. Hey! (laughs) And she says hey. I said (laughs) hey. Well, of course, it's Shark Week here at Real Violand, and we can't wait to dive into some wild and wet movies that are bound to have you scrambling for the shore. Uh, our feature presentation for this week is none other than the wackiest uh, shark movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so bad, it made me want to go back to drinking. Uh, it's called... <laughs> <laughs> This movie is called Cruel Jaws, and it is cruel to the senses. It's so uh, bad. (laughs) I think uh, if you enjoy bad movies, you will find something about Cruel Jaws to enjoy. But before we get to that, what's everybody been up to? Uh, We always start with you, Chris. Why don't we start with Killer Kelly? What you been up to, girl? Well, for the holiday
2: weekend, we went camping that was a good time um i'm pretty sure we were surrounded by coyotes could hear them howling in all directions so that made for a kind of uncomfortable sleep but i mean it was creepy me and chris went out there into the fucking woods um we were the only ones in this entire campground so we had like the entire run of the place which there's only like three uh three camp spots in this place anyway and it's like in the woods in the middle of nowhere And, uh, yeah, we had the dogs. We each had our own dents and shit. We started hearing the fucking uh, coyotes, and we're like, what the fuck? It probably didn't help. We were listening to this this, um, other podcast we listened to called Scared to Death, where um, they basically just tell campfire stories. (laughs) So we're sitting in the pitch black, listening to campfire stories, going for a walk, scaring scaring the fucking shit out of ourselves <laughs> listening to coyotes howl i don't know it was, it was a fun night <laughs> other than that um yeah i mean regular fourth of july festivities i think we crashed somebody's work party to go watch the fireworks it, it
0: wasn't somebody's work party we ended up <laughs> because kelly just zigged in behind this gate why these cars were going in and i followed um, I was just up trying
2: up to get the to the river water, where you can see Toledo the fireworks.
0: You know, sewer and water. Um, <laughs> or, uh, uh, Fourth of July celebration. So they had like, they were right on the waterfront, like right across the river where they shoot off the fireworks. And they had a bunch of seats and stuff out and they were all hanging out and whatnot. Uh, no one had the radio hooked up. So I had to play DJ on that. And I played the cheesiest America songs ever. It was a fun night.
2: <laughs> you know, you played fucking born to be on American, born to be American on loop.
0: <laughs> no, I played. I played. I played um, um, God bless the proud USA. Proud to be an American. I'm
2: proud to be an American. Yeah, it's God bless yeah.
0: USA. Then I played um, Born in the <laughs> USA.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Born yeah. in the USA. And you know could, your typical American. And then I tor- tortured her with um, Party in the USA, <laughs> which she was not too happy about.
2: But yeah, other than that, I've been tackling a mountain of laundry, which is great. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. The, the, the camping was interesting. Uh, there, it did sound like we were surrounded by like thirty coyotes, and we were in a horror movie scenario. Like, we rented a campground by a lake. There's three other campgrounds that are supposed to be there. No one was in the other other two, or there were three total. No one was in the other two. So, like, come dark, we had this whole <laughs> park and like lake and all this to ourselves, and we're wandering around and having a fire and you know scaring the crap out of ourselves but like come like middle of the night we just start hearing all this howling like and it was like all directions and there was so much of it we it was like what the fuck so yeah she's she's acting like we freaked our, ourselves out we did but the howling was goddamn real <laughs> so i thought yep. we were about to be in a real horror scenario
1: um you lost track of me when you said uh come night and I was like uh, uh, what? I'm just that was the <laughs> that's the only part I heard. <laughs> uh but besides that all I did was on 4th of July was watch a few movies and enjoyed some peace and quiet uh before you know my neighbors in Chicago started blowing up fireworks everywhere all night long. <laughs> Um, But yeah, that was my one day off this week, which is weird because usually I'd be working 12 hours. (laughs) Um, But anyways, let's get on to Shark Week. Holy guacamole. I don't typically movies, so this has been an exercise for me, (laughs) but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to start this one off, I think, because I don't usually start this off. Okay. I'm not going to talk about a shark movie uh, or at least a movie that uh, typically would be bantered about on a Shark Week-themed horror podcast. Maybe it would. I don't know. But it is 1979's Lucio Fulci's masterpiece of gore, and in the movie that made me a fan of Lucio Fulci's. Uh zombie, aka zombie 2, aka Dawn of the Dead 2, specifically for one scene. And if you know what I'm talking about, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. There is one scene yeah. in this film that makes this qualify for Shark Week. And it is in a in the movie for I can't I don't think there's any apparent reason for this at all. There's a shark fighting a freaking zombie and the zombie is biting the shark it's, it's ridiculous and i'm like whoever's playing the zombie like he's gonna die because it, it looks like a, it real looks shark. a real shark yeah yeah I, i'm just like why did they do this i don't know it's bizarre it's wacky and i mean i lo- love zombies so much i love this movie uh, also known as Zombie 2. Also known as Dawn of the Dead 2. Uh, but I've never understood this scene. But I also love this scene. Like, I need, the t- I need the t-shirt. I need the lunchbox of that shark and the zombie fighting underwater. You know, the zombie is biting the shark. But the shark is... I don't know if he was a well-trained shark. I should have studied the scene it's more before I decided to talk time. about it. Uh, but the... The shark just served for the zombie while the zombie is attacking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I love, I, I love zombie. So I would definitely give this five stars uh, and you can watch it on AMC plus uh, full moon and Pluto TV. Chris, it sounds like you've got some, uh, you've got some factoids to lay down on the crowd for the shark okay. versus
0: zombie scene and zombie. I got a little one. Um, so the reason he did it was he had access to a guy who worked with sharks, but was also an amputee. Um, so that's why his arm gets taken off at one point. He knew he could have like a really cool, realistic um, scene with that. So the you know, the guy didn't have an arm to begin with. He put a fake arm on him. It gets ripped off. Uh, and then the guy like... I don't know if he was like, he worked directly with sharks or if he was underwater. Like he worked with sharks in some capacity. It probably wasn't safe at all. Um, but yeah, it's it's like, there's two scenes people always talk about when they talk about zombie. And one is the, the splinter of wood through the woman's eyeball. Yeah, yeah. And two is shark for Like when you pitch it, it to zombie. people, it's usually the first thing they say is like, dude, in this movie, a a zombie literally fights a shark and it's a real shark. <laughs> and you're like, All right, I gotta see that. You're like, hey, it's only like ten minutes in, too. (laughs) Like that's, I think that's like one of the first. No, it's like the second encounter with zombies. Like the first one's when like the boat washes up, right? And it really doesn't have anything else to do with any
1: part of the film, but it's brilliant to watch. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know, I want to see more zombie versus shark movies. They (laughs) they do everything else. Why not? Right. Right. I'm pretty sure that. anybody with any sense nowadays it would be all CGI they're, they're not going to use like an amputee that and a trained shark to actually film a zombie fighting a shark ever again <laughs> this seems so unsafe oh, yeah. Uh Kelly are you familiar I, with this scene? I am
2: I am I am familiar with the scene and yes the movie's great I, I'd also give it like a four at least four and a half perhaps but yeah
1: yeah yeah I am familiar <laughs> with the scene it's good uh, about you chris if you were going to give zombie a, a star rating or at least yeah or at least the shark zombie scene yeah five same
0: i mean it's it's one of fulci's masterpieces you know i mean aside from even that scene it is a solid movie through and through where a lot of these um italian films could be yeah. pretty wacky. uh solid tone cool zombies you know like <laughs> they have like maggots dropping out of their eyes and like real maggots and stuff and use real gut stuff and, and um uh, you know, it's, it's Fulci at his most, some of his most gories, maybe not his most, but some of his most gruesome scenes are in that movie. So I, I recommend the shit out of it. Absolutely. So if you haven't seen zombie, it is streaming on
1: uh, Pluto, which is a free streaming service. Check it out. ASAP. Let's keep the terror trainer rolling. Killer Kelly, what you got for us first, baby?
2: Oh, I watched some dog shit, um, fucking shark movies this week. I'm gonna start with the first dog shit shark movie. (laughs) God, this one was so bad. I think I told Chris a little bit about it, what, yesterday or something. Was that earlier? I don't know. But, um, it's called, it's called Swim, starring Joey Lawrence, you know, from, like, whoa! (laughs) Whoa! Whoa, Blossom. Yeah. <laughs> From Blossom, yes. That, that's Blossom. Good it is. <laughs> yes, I haven't seen him since, like, what, the early 90s? <laughs> but yeah, here I he is. I haven't seen him
0: since Blossom. I mean, does he still wear the the leather jacket and the flannel tied around his waist with the knees? Didn't he up?
2: have a show for a little while? With, like It was like, he was like one of three brothers that all looked kind of like him after blossom <laughs> i don't remember the name but i vaguely remember it um anyway my j-lo
0: uh, uh trivia isn't great
2: j that's how i have him written in my notes too actually <laughs> fucking j <J-Law>. um <laughs> but um yeah so he pops up in this dog shit movie called swim on Tubi, which is like chris when i was explaining it to chris it didn't dawn on me but it's essentially crawl you know the uh the crocodile movie all right j Law he's traveling separate from his family to their vacation home. The vacation home somewhere in California um some beautiful three story coastal house that's like built on a cliff. This is important to how the movie <laughs> like you know the, first of all you walk in there's like the i i I guess mudroom and shit and then there's a stairway that goes up to like the main floor where the living room and shit would be and then it goes up top to like a third floor well anyway jayla and his family are traveling they're traveling in separate cars the family you got um the two kids a daughter and a son and grandpa with the mom mind you the daughter and the mom those actresses have to be about the same age. Like, I think the daughter might even be a little bit older. (laughs) But anyway, they get to this beach house and right away, like, before they even get there, they're talking to the landlord or the caretaker of the place on the phone. And she wants him to grab a package. And he's, you know, he's assuring her that the weather's fine. The weather is not fine. There's a huge fucking storm coming in and the tide is rising a lot. Well, going to the opening scenes, he goes out to grab this fucking package, and the tide's rising, and he gets eaten by a shark. So now you know that, you know, sharks are fucking afoot, definitely. Like, the tide's rising. <laughs> so, I-, I don't know, as it's raining, j is still traveling from San Francisco to wherever this fucking place is. I'm talking on the phone, like, you guys gotta be safe. Dude, everybody is o- so overly dramatic in this movie. <laughs> it's so bad. So somehow the shark gets into the lower level of the house once it starts flooding and stuff, and he eats like their repairman. And they go down there to look for him. For some reason, the whole fucking family goes down there to look for him. Oh, mind you, the son was banging the it has like a vacation girl that he bangs. She got bit by a shark. Just going to be stupid. That was the dumbest. Like, one of the worst, like, wounds I've ever seen in a movie. It literally just looks like they took scab blood and drew it on with their finger. (laughs) But she was, like, dying and, like, hyperventilating and shit. Somehow she's down there, too. So they're all down in the basement, and the sharks are fucking eating people. (laughs) Dude, this movie gets so bad. All right. The people are so dumb. As the water is rising, (laughs) there's so much I want to say, though. Um As the water's rising, the shark is somehow, like, banging on the second-level door, like, head-pounding. And you're like, there's not even water coming out from under the door. So, like, how is he, like, jumping out of the water
0: and, like... Tail-slapping. Oh God,
2: it's so stupid. And then, like, mind High you... five like, in the door. There's a whole nother level to this house. For some reason, they're just hanging out on this bottom level, like, dealing with the sharks when they could be upstairs. Well, J-Law gets there, you know, fucking... <laughs> god i don't want to get too far in that i could ruin it because i doubt anybody's actually gonna watch this piece of shit like grandpa's like just leave me behind for no fucking reason like they have a safe escape like why are we leaving grandpa behind he just wants to go i guess
0: i'm gonna watch it
2: oh man really bad cgi sharks uh like the- <laughs> yeah dude j-law j-law comes in to save the day at his little like when shit's rising up to the house it's so bad like i laughed so many times at this i don't know i gotta give it one star one and a half but it was comical <laughs> it was comical for how fucking terrible it was what year is this piece of shit this is a brand new one too it's a uh, 2021 so not brand new but yeah swim on tubi If you want to see some J-Law driving around while his family fights in the dumbest possible way, this is the movie.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad you watched it for us, Kelly. Salute to you. uh, Taking one for the team, because uh, that doesn't sound like anything I want to put into my eyeballs. Uh, But Swim on Tubi, one and a half stars at max. Uh, Chris, doesn't sound like you've seen Swim, but it sounds like you want to now.
0: Um, I'll totally watch it, as you guys know. My pension for dog shit—a uh, yes, cheap shit. ripoff of *Crawl* with sharks yes. and, J- and Lal as she's called him, Joey Low.
2: Sharks and the- Joey Lawrence. Whoa. Um, yeah, I'll-,
0: I'll give it a shot. You know, what I mean, like I've—I've I've watched worse this week.
1: <laughs> you have, I'm sure. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. But uh, in the
0: meantime, like I say,
1: let's keep this train or chugging along and. Uh, Ruthless Chris, what
0: you been watching? So I'm going to go. Um, I started out. Uh, this is something Kelly and I tried to watch together. She fell asleep. I ended up watching it on a projector nice. in the backyard. Um, this is a brand new movie um, called The Black Demons, 2023. Adrian Grunberg is the director. Um, this one wasn't really a low budget movie and it actually had a little bit of buzz. It just came out and it was awful. I hated it. I hated it so much. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was so pretentious and shitty. And, like, it was one of those things where it was, like, more about the message than, like, really what was going on. But you have... So you have a a coastal town in Mexico, I believe. Yes, it was in Mexico. And all the people that live in this town, they all work on an oil rig owned by this company, Nixon Oil, right? And they send this guy in who's going to, like, go do the safety check on the rig, he comes into town. It's like a ghost town. Like, there's not a lot of people left, and the ones that are left are, like, not so friendly, and they're not really the... Uh, the They're, like, the... They're more the unsavory type, you know, like... And they're like, what the hell? Last time we were here, there's restaurants, and this place was bustling and all that. Um, He ends up going out to the rig. He leaves his family behind to go out to the rig and do the inspection. Gets out there. Boat gets immediately attacked by a shark, a giant, like, megalodon... Um, and he's trapped on there and then they find a way to get the family out there too. So they're stuck on there and they, it's like this whole thing where they're disrupting mother earth. So the land puts a curse on them and let's go this thing called the blue demon. Um, it's one of those ones where you could tell that they really thought that they had some like great writing because there was not a lot of shark action. It was a lot more like super dramatic scenes between people. And then, like, the shark's supposed to be terrifying. It's, like, knocking this fucking giant oil rig around, but, like, they keep jumping in the water to, like, work on stuff, and it doesn't get them. But yet, it's killed the entire population of this fucking oil rig, besides, like, three people. Um, Yeah, it's super heavy-handed, big environmental message. The acting is super hammy. It feels like it was almost written by an AI. Um, It just, it was bad. It pissed me off. I really hated it. Um, but I will say it was at least filmed well. The special effects were cool. The shark looked cool. There was a little bit of going here and there, and there was a cool sequence um, where a guy goes down in like one of those diving bells to like repair something, and the megalodon bites, it, and you can see the teeth coming through and shit. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. I didn't like it at all. Uh, it sucks that uh, this was one that was actually paid to, to be watched. Like we rented it, and like we were all jazzed on it. Like we set up a projector in the yard. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like all this shit. We we watched Watchers 2 before that, which ended up that was that rocked. And that was fantastic. It, it was awful. Uh so wouldn't recommend one and a half stars. This is like a brand fucking new movie. I think it's only been out for like two months.
2: Yeah, I think I rented it. I even paid like four ninety nine for it. Five
0: ninety nine. What? Uh oh, huh, fine. Yeah. Don't recommend. Don't do that. No. I wouldn't even watch if it was free, and you know what I watch. So I, I started lowest of the tier and then i'm going to go up on enjoyment scale but it's going to be a dog shittier movies as i like, oh, so it's going to be a <laughs> so this was called black demon and you had the, to black, pay for demon. It? the yep. black demon the black demon
2: yeah and it
1: if it's streaming you to rent on what like amazon prime, prime yeah, yeah yep okay and one and a half stars big thumb down for pretentious uh more message than there is actual shark excitement
0: so skip it. Uh, none of it Ruth- made sense, this other worst part. What's that? There was, like, no logic to what the characters were doing. None of it made sense. Like, like, at the end, the family gets saved. I don't care about ruining this fucking thing. and I'm not ruining the actual end, but the family itself, like his family gets saved by the Mexicans that were trying to jump and kill his family. They drive out to the oil rig and pick him up, and they didn't even know. Like, How did they know something was happening in the middle of the ocean? But well, whatever.
1: They're mystical Mexicans, and they know how to save them. <laughs> <laughs> I just got cancelled. <laughs> I just got cancelled. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, one and a half stars don't watch The Black Demon and don't pay money for it on Amazon Prime. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to talk about the first pile of crap I watched in preparation specifically for Shark Week. Uh, it is 2011's uh david r ellis did, uh teen kind of party film shark night aka shark night 3d uh this movie i'm guessing it played in theaters because it wasn't 3d and um i'm i'm also guessing it came out around the same time as piranha 3d and you know um my my bloody valentine 3d and all those fun 3d movies that were like wide release uh this one and i'm i'm guessing because it's pg-13 it's not (laughs) it's not good (laughs) well uh just to give you a basic idea what shark night 3d or just shark night however you want to put it Uh, It's a weekend at a lake house in Louisiana Gulf. It turns into a nightmare. Seven vacationers, you know, like young party people, young, good-looking party people. uh, They're subjected to shark attacks. Um, Yeah, at first it just seemed kind of random, and then as the story progressed, a twist to it that this was actually... uh, the whole thing was a setup it it thought that it was smarter than it was and the twist actually gave it um actually more enjoyment like i was like oh well that isn't as bad as i thought it was so it, it almost had a cabin in the woods feel because it was like a whole big setup but at the same time, it's it wasn't as smart as it wanted to be. Um, I'm I'm gonna look real quick just to see what I gave it because I think I gave it like a like a really good score. Um, Shark Knight 3D, I actually gave it three stars, and I'm guessing specifically because of the twist that makes it. They thought it was really smart, and I thought it was eh, okay. Okay, twist that makes it uh, elevates it past just being complete dog shit. And I think if it was R rated and it had more gore, it could have been an actual three star. But I, I'm still going to go with three stars because that's what I gave it on Letterboxd. So whatever I was thinking at the time when I watched it, I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> um, and I'm you know, the, the cast wasn't bad. There are some interesting, uh, casting choices, you know, Dustin Milligan from, uh, Schitt's Creek is in it. And, uh, I, you know, I like him, uh, there, you know, other young good looking people that do their best with what they're given, you know, and the director did freaking uh, what the director, the final destination. So it's like, i I just feel like the, this could have been better and it wasn't complete dog shit. Three stars. Uh, have either of you guys seen uh, Shark Knight 3D?
2: I have not.
0: I went and saw it in theaters when it came out and I remembered nothing about it. Um, you're right, though. It did come out in that like big 3D boom where everything had to be in 3D. Um, and it did come out of the on the heels of the success of Piranha 3D. Yeah. Um, I think that's why i watched it i was hoping for another piranha 3d because that had such a fun sense of humor to it and was just like a party movie in itself you're like hey, it was just like like just like the original piranha it was just like this is just a blast um i remember it being disappointed at the time um but i was very young so i don't know i don't remember anything about it i can't give a rating
1: fair enough uh if you have any interest in checking out shark knight 3d it is streaming on max uh yes but uh you know don't say you watched it because i suggested it <laughs> uh i'm just giving it three stars because that's why i gave it at the time there's sh- there's gotta be something <laughs> that i liked about it i can't remember right now though um but anyways let's keep this train rolling killer kelly what you got for us next baby
2: Um, all right, the next pile of dog shit that I watched is, um, (laughs) (laughs) this one is also on Tubi and Freebie, starring Stephen Baldwin.
0: Hallmark of quality right there.
2: This is 2008's Sharks in Venice. Yes, it is what it sounds like. There are sharks in the fucking canals of Venice. Um... And this is directed by, uh, Danny Lerner, and I was looking at all the movies he's worked on. He's worked on a shit ton of movies, but as like a producer and shit. A lot of the shark movies, the crocodile, the spiders, octopus. Um, he's worked on a lot of like the monster movies. A lot of I've heard of like killer rats, you know? So I thought that was interesting, but this seems to be one of the few that he's directed that I'm seeing. So yeah, cyborg cop, lethal ninja. <laughs> I don't know I've if you seen, know, but, it. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> this follows David or Bar- David Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin. David is his name in the movie. David. He's a famous archaeological diver, kind of famous. He's also a professor. Um, his dad dies kind of while diving, not kind of while diving, but while diving, and he was looking for some sort of illegal artifacts in the you know canals of Venice in Italy, and um, strange circumstances surround uh his death. When they finally found his body, uh Baldwin looks at it. They're like, "Yeah, he died from a propeller." And Baldwin looks at it like, "No, I'm an expert. That's not a propeller. That's a shark." They're like, "There are no sharks in Venice." He's like, i i know enough that's shark like he is very pompous in this movie <laughs> and he kind of like whispers throughout the whole movie like uh like he's always trying to do like a batman voice you know <laughs> or something like that it's weird as shit i've never heard him do that in other movies i don't know if <laughs> well
0: the baldwins all do that voice go watch <laughs> yeah. a stephen baldwin movie
2: <laughs> this is a stephen baldwin movie
0: oh okay then that yeah it makes.
2: Sense. <laughs> i never noticed it before watch but fled?
0: Or the usual it was very, the
2: oh, Yeah, he talked like that throughout the whole thing. But, <laughs> but, That's um,
0: sex talk.
2: so yeah, he sees that his dad was attacked by a shark and he's like, I'm going to Venice to investigate. So he goes there and he finds out his dad was looking for some shit. He, um, he automatically takes the dive down under the streets of Venice where his dad was looking and. You know, all his colleagues are getting eaten up by sharks, but not not fucking Baldwin. He finds this weird tunnel that comes into this like Indiana Jones esque fucking temple Temple of the Doom style, like with not that's not Temple of the Doom, the one with the booby traps and shit. That's um, that's all of them. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. But Indiana <laughs> Indiana Jones style place and finds this like treasure. Apparently, this treasure was some like fucking medieval shit that's been lost for centuries and centuries and nobody's been able to find it and that's what his dad was looking for well from there this turns into sort of an action flick because his dad was running from the mafia or no the mafia was paying him to find all these goods and shit now baldwin found it and it becomes like oh fuck we're gonna kill baldwin and it was pretty bad man (laughs) you gotta give it a two it had plenty of action but it's Fuck, it wasn't good. The sharks were a big part of it because there's something that has to do with how the sharks got into the streets of Venice and the Mafia. So
1: Fair enough. Two stars. Uh where (laughs) if anybody wanted to watch Sharks in Venice, where could they check it out, Killer Kelly?
2: this is on Tubi and Freebie.
1: Oh la la, you don't have to pay
0: to watch Sharks in Venice? That is wild. (laughs)
2: Probably
0: better than Black Demon. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it probably is i thought it was kind of entertaining honestly i thought swim was more entertaining than this one but god it was so goddamn bad
1: <laughs> chris have you seen uh sharks in venice no <laughs> neither have i and i don't think i will but uh no? that was a it sounds like a lot of fun kelly and two stars Uh, It's on freebie and Tubi. Uh, sharks in Venice. If you're going to get high and or drunk and enjoy a movie sharks in Venice might be one to check out. Uh, But in the meantime, killer uh, ruthless, Chris, what do you got for us, baby?
0: So I'm going to shift gears from black demon to blue demon. (laughs) This is a 2004 (laughs) movie by Daniel Grodnick. Um, This has one of my favorite character acts in it. Who's uh, Jeffrey Fahey. You may remember he played the Lawnmower Man. Um, this movie is not going to be for everyone. I'm going to tell you that right now. It has a Sci-Fi Channel original production level. Um, but it has a such a dry sense of humor. It's it's like low-key hilarious. But if you're not looking for it, you might miss it. Um I laugh my ass off the whole fucking time. Like there's visual gags in the background, but they play it all very straight face and you're not sure if they meant to do it or not, but there's so many they did. And like so many things that they snuck into the dialogue just to be like, what the fuck? Um, And not only that, um, they brought in a great character actor like Jeff Fahey and they made him a a general. So like the whole movie is about the military is making these, these like weaponized sharks to protect our shores. And, of course, they just start eating our swimmers. Uh, but they make him a general, right? So, like, they, they make him, like, like the cliche, like, 1980s. He's got, like, you know, all the the buttons, and he's got the hat under his arm. He's chewing on a big cigar. He never lights flat top. And, and this dude, like, knows exactly what movie he's in. And he's like, I'm just going to have fun with this. And he is chewing the scenery to the most hilariously delight. The movie's worth watching just for him alone. And I know I'm in the minority in this because I'm looking on Letterboxd and like I have friends have given this thing a half star, but I had a fucking blast with it. I I was laughing my ass off the entire time. The bad CGI sharks were fun. It was bloody. I'm I'm pretty sure it's a made for TV movie. It could be a sci-fi original. It's hard to tell with all these Tubi Shark movies. Um but I actually would recommend this if you like dog shit, um like I do, and you can pull like humor out of like what you're watching. As opposed to being like this isn't serious enough, you know. Um, I really liked it. I, I gave it three and a half stars.
1: Blue Demon, uh, from everything you said, this sound this does sound like a fun movie to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I do like Jeffrey Leahy. I do love a uh, Lawnmower Man, and uh yeah, your description of the film sounds like it might be a good time. Uh what if somebody wanted to watch this, you said it was on Tubi Freebie? Tubi Freebie, but it's also free on YouTube. Oh well, There you go. We have no excuse to watch Blue Demon uh, in preparation or uh, because of Shark Week, you can enjoy some dog shit that will make you laugh and enjoy the day even more. Uh, and Chris, three and a half stars. Man, oh yeah, man. I, 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 I probably say, might
0: catch some flack for that, but I think if people listen long enough, they know what I enjoy. And if you're right. like, Likes are aligned with mine, and like you kind of seek weird dog shitty movies and you get like a joy out of them. This one was a find. Uh, the next one I'm gonna talk about blew my mind though. So when I get to that,
1: (laughs)
2: okay,
0: very, very
1: cool. That sounds exciting. I can't wait till we get to your turn again because I want to know what's mind blowing. Because what I'm about to talk about was the opposite of mind blowing. (laughs) This is 2013's Anthony Ferrante directed. It is uh, everybody's favorite movie to watch and or hate, Um, but I'd never seen it. I don't think Chris has ever seen it. I don't think Kelly's ever seen it. It is Sharknado. I have never,
2: never seen its entirety. I have seen bits and pieces, but never like sat down and watched it front to back. Yeah.
1: I did it for all of us. (laughs) Now, this is the movie that kicked off this craze of, like, CGI shark, if I'm correct. I I might be wrong, but I don't think, like, there was Stratio like, purposely made bad shark movies before Sharknado. Uh, And this is a big cult hit. Uh, people mo- mostly love this because it's so ridiculous. And I similar to you giving um, blue-, blue demon three and a half stars. I think I gave this like three stars just because it is seriously wacky and it's got a great cast and uh, they acted the hell out of this movie and uh you know, if you don't know what sharknado is, it's a tornado with sharks in it. You know, freak hurricane swamps Los Angeles, nature's deadliest killers rule sea, land and air as thousands of sharks terrorize the waterlogged populace. Ooh. Yeah, I never seen this before, believe it or not, and uh I really have no interest in watching it again, but I'm glad I did and I yeah, I gave it 3 stars just because the acting is wild uh is great. Acting is really well done, uh, and there are some really uh, fun scenes with chainsaws and sharks. And for that alone, I was like, "Yeah, okay." I may not watch it again, but I I thoroughly enjoyed those scenes. So I can I gave it three stars, and I'm sure. Sharknado is streaming everywhere. Uh, AMC Plus. Oh, yeah. No, that's basically it. AMC Plus, which I'm sure means it's also on Shudder. Um, but you guys, uh, as I said, I don't think either of you seen it in its entirety. If you have, uh, give uh, your thoughts about Sharknado real quick.
0: Well, I haven't seen it. It's one of those things where, like, when it came out, it made such a cultural impact that, like... Yeah. For some reason, I get lazy about that stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think... I
0: think so. Six of them, I'm like, holy shit. But Tara Reid's a big turnoff to me on a movie. Like it's really hard for me to commit to watch an entire movie with Tara Reed in it. So I think that might have been why I've been lazy about it. But, you know, I'll watch it one day.
2: Yeah, that's the way I always felt about it. Like, I'll watch it one day. Like, I never really put the effort into watching it. It just looks like a ridiculous sci-fi original movie to me. So, you know, which those are fun sometimes, but it's, it's never anything that I really seek out, you know, often, but yeah, it's interesting.
1: I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, Ian Zierig, um, mostly known for, I think he's on, uh, Beverly Hills has the lead in this movie and it was originally offered to Steve Gutenberg and, uh, (laughs) Steve Gutenberg refused it. I would have watched it it then. He thought it was beneath him. And when it became this big cult sensation, uh, as soon as Steve Gutenberg was offered another movie uh, uh, by the sci-fi channel, sci-fi original movie, he jumped at the chance. Um, But that is La I think, was the the next one that was offered to Steve Gutenberg. Uh, I became friends with the director of La afterwards because of that because specifically because i was like oh steve gutenberg's in this let me watch it i'm like well this is wacky and i gave it a good review and yeah but anyways that is an um that is a interesting little factoid you know steve gutenberg was almost the lead in sharknado Uh, but maybe next time i think he was in sharknado 2 if i remember correctly i was (laughs) looking up little factoids i haven't watched any of the sequels Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. We'll have to find out next year for Shark Week. Uh, But let's keep this train (laughs) chugging along. One more round. Can we please, Killer Kelly, let these people know what time it is?
2: Uh, It is Up From the Depths time, 1979. Uh, This is a uh, Roger uh, Corman-produced movie right after Jaws came out, right after Piranha, when people were trying to capitalize on that whole, you know, shark fish nautical fucking creature movies uh directed by charles griffith which also was worked with him on little shop of horrors death race and bucket of blood so yeah you expect with you know with those these two you'd expect something amazing (laughs) this was fun i wouldn't call it amazing though um all right uh uh fucking yeah up from the depths um This basically starts out, this girl, she's scuba diving and shit, she's underwater. It it starts out with gore right off the rip. Like, she's scuba diving, and you see some, like, slight tremors, and then a whole bunch of blood. Like, girl's obviously eaten by some sort of shark creature or something underneath there. A guy up on land, you know, he sees all the blood, and he, you know, instantly reports the, um, the girl, the scuba diver missing. So, um... Oh, this is taking place outside of a resort in Maui, Hawaii soon after that in the in the resort, like people are just fucking dying and shit like there's random attacks like from the water, and people are like, "What's going on? This is a shark, and you know like jaws rather than clearing out the place the um The owner of the resort just thinks it's somebody trying to make him look bad. Like, we gotta keep this going. We gotta, you know, we gotta keep up business in this place. We can't, like, close the beach and shit like that. Just like Jaws, you know. But, um, anyway. Fucking Shark just starts eating more and more people. And, uh, the owner of this, um, like, resort, he, he kind of puts this, like, He puts this like ransom, whoever can bring him the shark's head, like, you know, gets like a free week stay and a bunch of money or some shit. So you get all these idiots just out there trying to kill this thing. And there's just (laughs) it's not exactly a shark. What it is is there is an underground earthquake and it kind of awoken this prehistoric fish like thing, which actually looks like one of those like deep underwater like anglerfish. And you can tell it it's practical effects. It's nineteen seventy nine. Like the fish is so silly looking, but it's great. Like I I really enjoyed this. Um, Reading about this movie, apparently there was all kinds of shit that went wrong, like during the filming of it. They lost a lot of the audio, so most of it's dubbed over. And I guess, like, all the actors were taken back trying to remember what they said when they were dubbing over it. So you can tell, like, like, their lips aren't even matching what's being said (laughs) in the movie. Um, there was a guy apparently driving this giant fish, like, with a joystick, and it had, like, one side that was open. They filmed it in the Philippines, and I guess he fell out and landed on a lionfish and almost died. Like, really toxic fucking lionfish. <laughs> um, what else? There was one more thing. It was... Ugh. Yeah, man, th- th- there's everything. There's a lot of bad... Um, there are some bad, like, racial stereotypes, like an Asian guy, like, you know, with the samurai sword. This is meant to be more of a comedy um but like i guess after filming corman fucking decided that it needed more gore so they went back and filmed like scenes with more gore that was i don't know then you can tell it wasn't supposed to be in there in the first place the movie's fucking silly but i really enjoyed it i thought it was fun the dialogue is silly as shit like, just some of the lines that they're, you're like, what? It's like, oh yeah, I found a, I found an arm. I got it in there on ice. <laughs> like, it's in the freezer. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Um, there's lots of boobs, lots of gore. So it is rated R. It's silly as shit. I, I, I would recommend it. I gave it a three, although it has some pretty terrible reviews up on all these reviewing sites, but I don't know. I thought it was fun. And like, just seeing them try to capitalize, like, On the whole jaws thing when that came out i don't know i I enjoyed it i'd recommend it uh you can watch this on youtube it's not streaming on any apps anywhere that i've seen
1: that is pretty wild that it's not streaming on any of the free apps but you Mm -hmm. know go check it out on youtube what was the star rating again i gave it a three three fun times definitely fun times have you seen (laughs) this one chris
0: I'm not. I do have a DVD copy in it, one of those like cult drive-in double packs, but I've never gotten around to watching it. Uh, I may now. Definitely. The cover
2: is better. <laughs> I will say oh, that, exactly. like the the actual art, because the the cover art is badass on this. The movies the movie's silly, but it, it's worth a watch. You'll like it, Chris. Fair
1: That's enough. Cool. Sometimes sometimes we need silly shark movies mm-hmm. with lots of gorn boobs to get us through the day. Uh, check that one out on YouTube. Uh, killer, Cr- uh, oh my god, I'm getting new names messed up. Uh, Ruthless, Mr. Ruthless Chris, what do you got
0: for us next? So, um, this one I went into expecting dog shit. Uh, it has a lot of that in it, but this had a lot more going on than I even could have imagined signing up for when I put it on. Um, uh, this was called Bad CGI Sharks, right? <laughs> uh, it's directed by someone that goes by Mama Jama, Mama Jama? M-A-J-A-M-E, or M-A, Mama Jama. Uh, only movie they've ever made. Um, this is very low budget. Um, what you have is a, uh, a, a business-minded brother uh, being sent his like stoner hippie brother by his parents to live with them out in California because he's getting booted out. They used to be best friends as kids, and they were strange because one like wanted to business and one like was like I'm gonna smoke pot all day and play hacky sack in the driveway. Um, and it starts out like any shark exploitation movie would start out, but what this actually is is a meta send up to shark exploitation, and it's actually very smart. Um, it has a good sense of humor to it there's a lot of like it lives up to the bad cgi shark name like it starts off with like a decently bad shark floating around that is Look. or that is like a cgi shark and that that what that's what it is in the world like it's connected to the internet and shit um and it's like trying to take over but then like like really weird cartoony ones come in later that are even worse that he spawns after he connects to like a mainframe um it, the shark yeah, at one point i i just have to talk about this part because it made me laugh so hard um so he's he, like in the world he is a cgi shark even when they see him he's a floating it doesn't have to be in water it literally is swimming like in the opening scene um it literally kills someone that's in their bed and you like they're they're fucking and you see a shark fin come up around the bed and the shark is under a fucking blanket like it's trying to be a ghost but it's a shark under a blanket. <laughs> like you can see fins and the whole nine. And like that was like hold open, and I was like, all right, I'm in. But then it gets like super meta, super funny. Uh, but the the shark, it's like it's it wants to collect all the knowledge it can. So it, it goes to this hacker woman that like created them and, and has her hook up to the internet. And why it's hooked up, it gets uh uh it gets infected by pop-up ads. So the entire like time it's like being updated. This entire shark is just, like, all these pop up ads. Is it skin, and then it's like it's like how much of the internet have you, have you downloaded? He's like most of it, and then like it just the CGI shark just stares dead in the camera and delivers this line in the most haunting voice ever. It's just so much intercourse. <laughs> to get <on> the internet. <laughs> um, I. Fucking loved this movie. I like looked up to see if these guys did everything else. Apparently, the the Mama Jama is like the two guys who started his name stuck together because they also directed and wrote it. Mm. Um I loved everything about this movie. I gave it four and a half stars. Looked up a copy to buy immediately after I was done watching it. Like I was like, this is going in my collection. Um I think this is a cult classic in the making. It just needs to be found. Like, this is one of those movies that like when I Search for crappy movies. I hope to stumble on something half as good. I fucking loved it. So bad CGI sharks. I watched it on Tubi. Um, loved every minute of it. I'm going to watch it again. I cannot recommend it enough. But you also have to understand, it is a fucking silly movie that does seriously, and the whole point is to mock bad CGI shark movies.
1: I had uh, heard about this movie before you said that you were watching it and I'd heard good things about it. You know, that it is really funny and really smart and well done. Uh, Yeah. I'm definitely interested in checking it out. I'm glad that it's streaming
0: for free. Find a physical copy to buy. Uh, There is no physical copies um, out there to where, i at the. I watched it. I was so amped up by the sale, I was like, I'm gonna start a distribution company. I'm gonna start real violent. You were basically. too. I was. This will be our first movie. You know, like, I was like, I'm gonna get into this. I'm gonna fucking sell this movie. I'm gonna you get, know, get
2: gonna like real
0: copies of it made. You know, obviously, I'm not gonna do that. You can only watch it on Tubi and Freebie, and I think Plex. But I cannot recommend enough. Please watch this movie.
1: Well, you know, if there's enough interest in in movies like that eventually a physical copy will come about. So, you know, if we keep talking about bad CGI sharks, hopefully somebody will put out a physical copy because you gave out four and a half stars and it definitely sounds like something that would be interesting to me. And I've read other people say that it's a lot of fun, uh, that it's really smart and uh, well done. So I'll definitely check out bad CGI sharks. How about you, Kelly? Are you going to check out bad CGI sharks?
2: Oh, I seen it. I was watching it with him actually. <laughs> we watched
0: on a projector in her backyard.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, Even it's really shit. Um, uh, I didn't. It, it's way more Chris's style than it is mine. But yeah, it was really smart. It was definitely I've never seen anything like it. It was a. It was fun. It was fun. It was funny. It was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd still probably give it a three, three and a half. You know.
1: Sweet. Uh, very very cool. Well. That's three rounds of movies we've watched. Now it's time to take a quick trip to, you've guessed it, Spoiler Town. And we will be talking about 1995, directed by Bruno Mattei's Cruel Jaws. And now for
0: our feature presentation.
1: Goodness gracious, gravy. Like I said at the beginning of the show, uh trying to sit through this movie made me wanted to drink, and I haven't <laughs> had a drink in over four and a half years. Holy crap. Um yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. I was excited to watch this because Severin distributed physical copies of this film. Uh and it, I'm glad that I didn't buy it now. <laughs> um <laughs> I would bought it. But uh, for anybody not familiar with Cruel Jaws, it's uh, exactly what you expect. It is an Italian knockoff, or, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say homage, knockoff of Jaws, which came <laughs> out decades earlier. <laughs> it was kind of like way after the uh, shark craze of what the late 70s, early 80s, and before the CGI shark phase of the 2000s, uh yeah, it's a huge shark terrorizes a beach in Florida, and the locals try everything to kill it.
0: The, um, yeah, the, yeah this, this movie came out in 1995. Like, what a time mm. to make a complete ripoff of Jaws. And Dude. what's silly about it is they do use scenes from Jaws 1 and 2. They Andrew. use uh, uh, scenes from a, a movie called uh, Blood Shark, I believe, and another one called The Last Shark. Um,
2: deep Blood and, yeah, The Last Shark. Yeah,
0: Deep Blood. And then... Yeah. Um, they literally used the soundtrack from Star Wars at one point and the soundtrack from Jaws, like literally use the music from Star Wars and not like, like a background song, like the theme song. Like, was that the
1: ending credits?
0: No, it was, like, in the movie. Like, it was in scenes. <laughs> no, it was
1: yeah, it was in the movie multiple times and in the ending credits. And yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs>
2: noticed it in the ending credits. I did notice the Jaws theme in this. Apparently, what I was reading about this movie, too, Shout Factory was going to release a double feature with another movie in 2015, but they canceled it because of the legal issues with them using so much footage from the actual Jaws. <laughs> so, yeah. One and two.
0: And recreated the a lot of the scenes in their own way. Like, not just, like, here's an homage to that scene. Like, no, here's that scene. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, uh, like, it's, you know, it's, it's the exact same story. Like, uh, shark attacks and they're going to shut down the beach, but the guy wants to have his regatta, you know? like Gotta no. have the
0: regatta. <laughs> yeah. You know what's really funny about this? I don't know if you, I mean, I'm sure you guys picked up a main character looking almost identical to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but almost every character looked like a cheap knockoff of somebody. There was like the guy who looked like He-Man. There was a the guy who looked like Jack Nicholson. There was a the guy who looked like Matt Damon. There's a the guy who looked like fucking Justin Timberlake. You know? <laughs> like, like everyone looked like, for it being a cheap knockoff movie, everyone also looked like a cheap knockoff. The guy, the worst offender being literally one of the main characters, looks like fucking Hulk Hogan. He has the mustache. He has the silken uh, blonde Chinese hair it's it's hulk hogan speaking At of the first cast,
2: apparently, uh, apparently the cast was made up of a bunch of uh locals from florida
1: yeah so it wasn't even like non-union workers <laughs> yep, you know, yep. nobody had experience acting uh i think that's incredible in itself <laughs> you know that the acting wasn't worse than it was i mean it was bad but it wasn't oh. as bad as you'd expect from non-actors the mayor um, was a ham bone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually thought that that guy was Hulk Hogan at first. I was like, oh, well, look at that. They got Hulk Hogan. And then you see his <laughs> arms. are You know, they are not pythons. They are like, you know, I, I think I'm built bigger than the guy, the Hulk Hogan in this movie. Uh, you know one of my coworkers is like what did you do on fourth of july i'm like 180 push-ups why uh i just felt like it <laughs> but anyways that's enough of me bragging about how many push-ups i can do <laughs> uh, let's get back to <laughs> cruel jaws uh yeah cruel jaws uh i actually i think one of my favorite parts about this was the star wars theme being used multiple times because i'm uh, i I'm sure I'm going to lose. We might lose uh, listeners for this. I'm not a fan of Star Wars, so anytime oh. somebody can make fun of that movie and what it did to this country, America was destroyed by Star Wars. The only reason I hate white men is
0: because they created Star Wars.
2: <laughs> wow, <laughs> some yeah. severe hate for Star Wars, isn't it? Um,
0: the the uh, opinions of Germ Teen Ripper do not reflect the other hosts of this podcast. I'm <laughs> just a disclaimer because I um. Am- Big yeah, fans. so anyways, that was my
1: only Wars. part about this movie I enjoyed. Besides that, it's really bad. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh...
2: I think my favorite scene was probably them trying to pull the shark out of the water with the helicopter.
0: <laughs> that was absolutely my favorite scene, too. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. They they get in a helicopter. They take well, what what is probably like a five-pound piece of beef, and they lower it down on a hook for a giant shark, and of course the shark drags it down into the water. And while he's trying to shoot it with a very rubber gun, that is like shaking and bending as he's using it. Um, My favorite thing about it is one of the very first scenes, this character adamantly and assholishly is like, it's a tiger shark! So, the shark (laughs) roars for some reason throughout the entire thing, but they never use any stock footage of a tiger shark. They it's use, all just no they well they, they use a lot of stock footage too because they use great whites, they use makos, uh they use jaws, no tiger sharks, not a there snake. are
2: scenes where you can clearly see that the fin is a dolphin. I don't know
0: if you noticed that there were dolphins in there. The one man tried to poison a dolphin, a sweet little flipper. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, when the street toughs came out to get the Sarah or Sally yeah. or whatever, she was with the dude and you get like three street toughs, jump out of the car, like, come with us.
0: Well, that, But, but <laughs> the helicopter scene, you know, just like Jaws, instead of saying, we're going to need a bigger boat, the guy goes, we're going to need a bigger <laughs> helicopter. <Yeah. laughs> and, yeah. you know, what's, what's great is uh, we did go see Jaws at the drive-in like two weeks ago, so like Jaws is like really fresh in my mind, too, yeah. so like like I, before that, I probably hadn't seen Jaws in like ten years. So like, Jaws was super fresh going into mm-hmm. watching. This is not my first time watching. It. This is my fault. Uh, these guys all had to watch it. I picked this movie. Um, so <laughs> it was a suggestion. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I don't. But it I was. Don't hate
0: it. <laughs> it
1: was Kelly's idea to do a Shark Week episode. Yes. So collaboratively, <laughs> it's both of your faults.
2: <laughs> Correct.
1: I think Shark Week might be an annual thing. <laughs> There's there's enough shark movies, kind of. I will have to watch. I'll have to figure out other movies to watch because I did not enjoy uh, the shark movies I picked out, and now I can't watch bad CGI sharks, and or at least talk about it. And ne- maybe I will talk about it next year if we're if we're uh, doing another Shark Week episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, if it was up to me, I would give this movie two stars just because of the star wars uh you know making fun of poking fun of star wars and um just for the the gratuitous 80s niche of the uh i i did enjoy the uh comedy subplot of we gotta win this race to save the <laughs> save sea world or whatever it was i was like what how how does any of that figure in to you know I guess the bullying and the mafia subplots were taken from the novelization of Jaws, but, you know, yeah, the, the poisoning of the dolphin, I was like, come on, man.
2: No,
0: why? Why you gotta poison the dolphin?
1: It's pretty close to when they hurt a dog in a horror movie. It's like, come on. You don't need to poison a dolphin. Jack well, I like that
0: John Wick movie, you know, like, they killed his dog, so he destroyed the entire Russian mafia. I was like, I get it. Now that I understand. You kill my <laughs> yeah. dog, you all die.
1: <laughs> totally understandable, but yeah, it's pretty much streaming everywhere. I give it two stars. How about you guys?
0: I
2: gotta give it three. I I, I was entertained by it, man. I thought it was fun, and is <laughs> blatant off as it is. Like how how the fuck did you guys get away with that? It <laughs> they didn't really. Like, no, it, it couldn't get U.S. Really.
0: distribution for a long ass time. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, they they kind of got away with it. Uh, I give it three as well, uh, just because, A, I like the backstory and how, like, blatant, like, unapologetically, like, I'm going to rip this off, but now I'm going to rip this off. I'm just going to take shit from everybody. Like, it it (laughs) took scenes from four different movies and music from other movies that were not those four movies. One of them being one of the most popular sci-fi movies ever made and took (laughs) the song it's known for. Children know that song. People on the street know that song. 'Cause it starts out fucking Star Wars. Like you can't not not know that song. Like nineteen ninety-five, who didn't like the second that started be like, that's fucking Star Wars.
2: You know? <laughs> right. But not only that,
0: like every single scene had something to at least giggle at. Like anytime it was nighttime, it was clearly day for night. Like They would show the water, and you could see the sun reflecting off the water, but they just changed the temperature of the the shot to make it look like night. (laughs) Um, All the weird actors that looked like other celebrities, like the Hulk Hogan guy, the Matt Damon guy, all that. Um, I really enjoyed the hand bone acting of the guy that played the mayor uh, in particular. (laughs) Um, That um, The way they kill the shark is so hilariously bad, because they go and plant a bomb at the bottom of the ocean to blow this thing up, and the shark's following the guy who planted the bomb up to the top of the ocean is at the top of the ocean with them, and then the bomb goes off and it blows the shark up. <laughs> yeah. right, so everything about it is laughable to me. Every like there's there's something to enjoy or giggle at at least in every scene. So for that, I give it three. I I loved it. I'll, I'll probably watch it again before I die. Uh,
2: yeah, Fair enough. I can Fair see myself watching it again some someday. <laughs>
0: You guys can watch it
1: more, and I will watch it less. I will erase it with my memory somehow. Since I don't drink, I will do something to erase it from ever watching it. Um, Cruel Jaws, people. Three stars, three stars, two stars. Watch it for free. Uh, Enjoy it, although uh, the versions you can find on Tubi and so forth do not have the uh, Jaws or Jaws 2 footage in it.
0: I will say this. Um, I discovered the uh, high def uh, um, remaster with those scenes on it. I found this out right before I jumped in Are free on YouTube. So oh. it looks better, has all the extra scenes back in it. So watch it on YouTube.
1: Watch it on YouTube. Uh, but in the meantime, I would like to say that next week we have a guest and it's always fun to have a guest here on real vile. Uh, it is uh, filmmaker, James L. Edwards. Uh, and we are excited to have him aboard. We will be talking about a few of his movies. Uh, Chris, why don't you talk about James
0: for a second before we let all the people go? Uh, yeah, so uh, James is somebody, you know, he's he's not as well-known as a lot of filmmakers, uh, but he's someone that had a big part of my childhood, as I've discussed before on this. I've always enjoyed the films of J.R. Bookwalter, and he starred in several of those films. Along with the ones that were like, you know, movies that were put out with people in a circle, I believe I've covered Skin Deep on here before I think Blood so. Bladding, Um, a few others. Um, so he's in those movies. Uh, he has sent us some screener copies of his new new films,, uh, and we'll discuss the one he is currently filming. Uh, so yeah, we'll just have uh, everything James L. Edwards on uh, next week. Look forward to talking to him.
1: very exciting. Any last words to leave the people on our shark on our premier
0: Shark Week episode? Uh,
2: practice practice water safety. Don't get eaten by sharks.
0: Watch watch bad CGI sharks. Watch <laughs> bad CGI sharks.
1: <laughs> and of course, as always, I'm gonna tell you: keep it creepy, keep it spooky, keep it real vile forever. God bless America and send nudes.